If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat up old running shoes, Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Hi, I'm going to whisper some things to you now about Crunch Chocolate Bars. Because apparently this whispering thing is a thing that makes you feel things. It's saying something crunchy is coming in the candy wrapper language. Mm. Imagine your tongue hiking up those crispy, rocky ridges. Now, drum roll, please. Wow, that's good. Crunchy, munchy chocolate doesn't whisper. Turn up the fun with Crunch. Hello and welcome to Unequal Sequel. Extra. Uh, welcome everyone. We are Unequal Sequel, the podcast that talks about sequels yes. every week for you, the yeah. listener. My name is Dave. I'm one of the two hosts of this podcast. And the other man you just heard say, yeah, that is Rich. <laughs> say hi, Rich. Hi, Rich. Do you know, I quite often forget to introduce ourselves and I just roll into it. Mm. And then I had like a thought the other day. I thought, you know what? New people do listen to us and they have no idea who we are or what we do properly. True, um, true. So every five episodes or so, I just go, hello, my name is Dave and he's Rich and this is Unequal Sequel. And this is not what we do full time, as in this is not our good podcasts. <laughs> but they are okay because go listen to the interview episodes. They're a lot better. Yeah, yeah. I mean... We're not professionals. We're uh, enthusiastic amateurs, I would say. Yeah. I want to say we're not professional critics. Yes, that is true. I yeah. think that's going to be really obvious by the time this this podcast and this episode <laughs> goes through and we talk about a film and you think, wow, they're doing a really bad job at this. But hmm. here we are. We committed to this a long time ago uh, by mistake, pretty much doing these Friday episodes, didn't we? Because we did one and we said, oh, that's fun. And then, what, 130 of them later, two yeah, years? two years later, we're still doing one every week without fail. Because sequels keep coming out and we keep thinking it's a good idea to talk about them, even if we mm. don't like that genre of film. Cue linkage to this Thank week's. you, yes. <laughs> yes, Saw X slash 10 slash kiss i don't know i'm not sure which one it is <laughs> it, it is actually 10 they do oh it is 10 count, okay they do count spiral as number nine. Oh right okay so yeah we're on to 10 now this is a franchise that's been going well nearly as long as mine and your friendship i think rich mm. so since 2004 the first one 2004 was. so nearly 20 years then 20 years 20 years of... so not quite as long as we've been friends 2003 nearly. i think we, we met yes so. Um, so it's been going for a while, and it's been. Um, we'll do. We'll play the uh, the game later. Okay. The Rotten Tomato Horror. Oh lower God! Game. Well, I've only seen a couple, so. <laughs> oh no, but it's quite a fun. And it, well, I know. I've only seen five of these. Okay. 
I have so. seen Saw 1 and Saw 2 and only because of this podcast. <laughs> and now Saw 10, only because of this podcast. <laughs> I would not watch any of these ever if it wasn't for this podcast. These are not your flavour, are they? No, no, they are the opposite of my flavour. Because yeah. we've learned, we've we used to be brave boys. We watched we used to watch lots of horror films back in our youth, didn't we? We were like, yeah, we love horror films, and we quickly learned we don't like horror porn, torture, uh, torture, torture porn. porn, yeah, torture, the, yeah, this kind of like saw hostile. <laughs> I, I hate this stuff. It makes me come out in a cold sweat thinking about it. I yeah. really dislike it. And there's even there's even more in this movie that I dislike. There are other oh, wow. things that people who listen to this podcast regularly will know there are things I don't like about in movies. And I think all of them are in this. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, before we get into the, the storyline of this one, the synopsis of this one, mm-hmm. you, you're a pretty uh, newcomer to the Saw franchise. What, yes. Was it always that, that torture porn that like kept you at arm's distance? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It was always that kind of, yeah, I've just never been interested in movies where people get hurt, de- like, deliberately. Like, it's, it's just not my thing. And that's you know? that's okay. I watched so. Hostel at the cinema and came out of that Whoa. and was like, I will never, ever, ever watch a movie like that again until I did this hostel. podcast and I had to. You saw Hostel in the yeah, cinema? Yeah, I don't know why. I didn't plan on it. I was like... <laughs> I was with someone who wanted to watch it, and I don't know if I can't remember who. Can't remember why I watched it, but I yeah, definitely came out of that going. Well, that was disgusting. <laughs> the bit when he has to cut the eyeball from the um the Asian woman that was the that's bit horrible. That really... The it's, yep. it was the the slicing of the Achilles tendon for me. Oh, that's quite tame for that film, but is also oh yeah, but the, I, the worst bit. As someone who has torn an Achilles tendon, I fucking know how much that hurts. Oh, so, okay, yeah, <laughs> okay. Well, I remember watching this in. I, well, I didn't go and see the cinema the first one. Saw. No, I remember watching it at uni with our friend Matt Hyman. I think we rented okay. it out from the blockbusters around the corner. And I really liked the first one. I th- I didn't see the ending coming because you know. Yeah, I can sort of I can sort of see that it's sort of less. I know it's still a torturey thing, but it's sort of less torturey and a bit cleverer potentially. Mm-hmm. The first, I one. think it. Yeah, I think it is. And yeah, it does have that twist ending, which I think is interesting. Um, even though I did kind of no see it coming. You're but a smarter man than me. Only because I was like. Why is that body still there? Like... <laughs> I was like, oh, there's a dead body. They've left it there. How gross. That's not very nice. Or like, that's what you're going to become kind of thing. Or that was the mm. last participant in the game. That's maybe what I was thinking. Mm. Anyway, I saw yeah, yeah. S- saw two with my friends in Bath, of all places. It was a Halloween uh, film. And then after Saw 2, I saw Saw 3. Uh, Saw 2 I quite enjoyed. There's a needle bit. We've talked about this with Ethan Lawrence in our guest episode uh, when he picked it as his best sequel. And uh, me and yeah. I just don't agree with that option. But his his history, if you go back and listen to Ethan Lawrence's episode about Saw, is brilliant. It's quite a wild ride. There's a needle bit in here that's really horrible. But mm-hmm. I, there's a little bit of funnage and there's a good... Again, I think again, a good twist ending in the end. Again, I would take Saw 2 over Saw 10. Okay. any day we of the are, week <laughs> we are counting these down uh then i saw saw three and this is when it got a bit much for me there's a um a torture bit at the beginning with uh like 
they twist heads around and limbs and that was bone breakage and as a man who had to have some of his bones broken on on purpose not by accident that was horrible and then there's the saw four and that's when the main killer jigsaw i'm pretty sure this is saw four dies okay right uh and that was i was like i'm out i'm out and then there was after that saw five saw six saw seven which they called saw the final chapter (laughs) not though (laughs) which is always brilliant then they came back in 2017 there's a seven year difference there for jigsaw one of these was saw 3d but i don't know which one then they had that weird chris rock film the other uh, the other year with spiral yeah which didn't i was meant to was i think was meant to start another franchisey kind of way of looking at these films and it didn't and then we're back here we're back with saw 10 which is actually saw one and a half yeah it's 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 a prequel sequel so yeah sits in between (laughs) one and two right and this sets you up really nicely to you to do the synopsis although if if you did if you did watch it in chronological order totally spoils two for you yes because you know, well, it, like it also the, no the twist no, the, of two is that guy in the in the the safe. But the no, twist no, the twi- the... well, the twist of two is that the girl is working with Jigsaw as well, oh. right? Well, also, so, there's you probably didn't uh, stay around for the mid credit scene. I did not. No, no. I, <laughs> literally, as soon as this movie ended, I was out of there. <laughs> if I didn't have to stay for this podcast, I would have left after ten minutes. Okay, well, they also <laughs> ruin uh, Saw 4 or 5. Okay, as well. right. Again, I haven't they, seen they it. they reveal so. uh, his apprentice again. So they, he has two apprentices, gotcha. basically. Okay. So don't. So they, they are good. I don't know if they're going to do another one, if they're going to do a sequel to this one, but it would be, be oh, who fucking knows. Anyway, <laughs> synopsis, please, Rich. John Kramer, also known as Jigsaw, who has, we've, Saw 1 has happened at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it takes place after Saw One. Is you know he's got his terminal diagnosis. He's struggling with that, and someone mentions to him about a experimental medical procedure, like that's a miracle cure for cancer that can take place in Mexico. So he finds out these who these people are, goes off to Mexico to have this procedure, and then lo and behold, wouldn't you know it, it's all a scam. Like. <laughs> So they've scammed him. They stole a load of money from him. It turns out they've been stealing loads of money from other people. Obviously, he's the wrong person to steal money from. So he exacts his revenge on everybody there in the only way that he knows how. Which is... Well, he's the good guy, Rich, right? Is he far? He's not the good guy! (laughs) Like, I I was... When I was watching this, I was like, there are some... There are going to be some sick and twisted people out there who watch this and be like, they deserve it. They're scammers. They deserve to get mutilated and destroyed. You know, that is not how life works. We do not have corporal punishment because it doesn't work like that. Like, oh. fucking hell. His response is disproportionate to what happened to him. Like someone told him some fibs, so he made them break their own ankles. Like, it's not, it's disproportionate. The first thing that happens, the first like bit, is he sees a hospital porter who you know nothing about, by the way, who yeah, might be true. might be stealing to feed his starving family. Like, so a hospital porter looks in the drawer, sees a watch, thinks, "Oh, I could take it," 
Then Jigsaw has a little flashback where he imagines sucking the guy's eyes out with it's a, a dream fucking hoover. Like some sort of demented Henry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is not a proportionate response. Like, you know nothing about that guy's situation. And it does, the film almost addresses that. Almost. Like, is Amanda, is this, is his friend Amanda? Yeah. His sidekick. She almost sort of like gets him to think about, because there's a girl, Gabriella, who's like addicted to drugs. And obviously Amanda was addicted to drugs. And she almost says like, you've got to go a bit hard easier on her there's a reason why she might have done this stuff you don't understand you know but they completely throw that out the window <laughs> well that's because tobin bell whatever his name is jigsaw john kramer is a his moral compass is fucked yes yeah, fuck <laughs> let's be honest he's not the fucking good guy <laughs> he's an asshole he does try a thing that like you they try to make you root for Jigsaw. Before we go on, Rich, I've got to ask a question. Do you want to go into spoilers here? I mean, can you spoil a film like this? I mean, we probably should. Like, We should probably give people a warning that there's likely to be spoilers, mainly because I have to talk about what happens. The ending. Yeah, I have to talk about the ending because it's so fucking stupid. (laughs) I just really want to talk about it. (laughs) <laughs> okay, we'll get to that. Can you agree with me the, that the eyeball trap, the dream sequence that he has, the yeah. uh, the fantasy, as mm-hmm. well, it um, almost might be because he's like, oh, I could do this to him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, the, the finger one, mm-hmm. I reckon I could do that one. I, I mean, mean, it'd be bad. And it'd it would be hurt. horrible, but I would have, I'd have flicked through those fingers as quick as fucking possible, mate. Yeah, tick, 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 tick. <laughs> done. Yeah. I'm in a lot of pain, but I, I, I can go. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm glad we both agree that. And then, it so we get an early trap. And then it, it takes a while for yeah, you to good, actually get to the jigsaw. Like region. half of the film? There's a lot of build-up. Half of the film is John Kramer walking around looking a bit frail. Just, yeah. And that's half the movie. Isn't it funny, right, that he, in real life, Tobin Bell is 81 now. Mm. And obviously, this film is set in 2004, 2005. So sixty odd, and they're like, "How how can we make this man look ill?" Oh, we don't have to worry about. We don't that. have he's to. 81. He's eighty-one. He, he yeah. looks frail anyway. Yeah. But quickly, I thought his performance was okay. Like, okay. Rich yeah, is, it's okay. Just disagreeing. No, no, you're right. It he it, it's okay. He he delivers what is put on paper really well. I think in this movie, he's very blank though, isn't he? He doesn't emote in any way. He's not an actor who you'd go through for any real feeling. At no point does he kind of... I mean, he's supposed to show some emotion when he meets the kid, right? And the kid gets involved. There's supposed to be a little bit of emotion there. But he doesn't really show any. Mm. He just learns the Spanish for pull. Like, I also think he's sucked in way too easily. This is a very smart man. Yeah. Like, with way too much time on his hands. Like, the research mm. he does for his traps and whatever... You would think he would do a little bit more research on a medical facility that is unlicensed anywhere in the world, pretty much. Yep. uh, uh, In Mexico. And the person that's meant to be, the doctor is meant to be running, this Norwegian guy, I can't remember Mm. his name, he's gone missing and it's his daughter. Yeah, Cecilia Pedersen. Yeah. Pedersen, something like that. I think uh, 
John Kramer is a smarter man than this film gives him credit for. But at the same point, he is on the last roll of his dice. Mm, I guess it's trying like to live desperation, I suppose. Yeah, I think um, the baddie, the baddie, they're all baddies. <laughs> the baddie. <laughs> Everyone in this is a baddie. Um, yep. Cecilia Pe- Pedersen, Pedersen um, she is in Ragnarok on Netflix. I don't know if you've seen that. I have not. Um, that is quite good. It's Norwe- It's in Norwegian, um, so you have subtitles. It is about like Norse mythology. Gets a bit kind of teen dramery in places, which is slightly annoying, but otherwise it's pretty good. And she plays a frost giant, which you can sort of tell because she's really tall. Yes. Um, but well, yeah, well, I like this her. Film, she, goes, she goes full. She goes full Cruella Deville. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. She's full on like cackling evil genius she's almost yeah like the, the witch from snow white kind of <laughs> she really is yeah absolutely exactly. but i know you I, i'm gonna get into my films a little bit i like you these are no longer my kind of films and i think it will make you have to make it clear to our listeners that uh if you like saw films i think you're gonna like this film uh right i don't think it's I don't think it's got the clever bits that maybe the first but, but and second one this do. This is such a shit series, Rich. This is a like. Is well, I've only seen the first and second one, yeah. so I've only got those to compare it to. Well, so let me tell you. In comparison to you. the first and second movie, this is a big drop, I feel. Because okay. it doesn't have any of the kind of, you know, like the clever bits, like the, the dead body is alive, the mm. kid is in the safe, you know, that kind of. Well, it tries a twist. Um <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. But I think you'll be more than happy if you're an ordinary. If you thought this franchise works, then you're going to like this. I found myself not liking it, all of it. But Rich, towards the end, I felt myself leaning forward. I was actually, don't know what came over me, uh, intrigued. Like I was I was into it. Um, yeah. I don't know why. I was especially like we're. I think we should get to the twist. Uh, <laughs> I was actually. I think I was actually invested. Really. At that point, and I. I don't know why, but because I have such a low standard for this film, <laughs> uh, I've seen three and four. And I By the end of it, I was just fed up with its cruelty. I think. Which which trap was too much for you? Was it the leg one? Was it the brain? All one? of them. Was it, was it the ankle one? All of them. <laughs> I'd have enough by the first one. I'd have enough by the Hoover, like and the fingers. I, I was done then. The brain one is fucking horrible. The like that is awful. The having to cut bombs out of your own arm is awful. <laughs> oh, like, that was the yeah, that was the one. Really, that that's really the got, first that really one. Got me. <laughs> so, like, that the, the second, second one, one? The, the first real one. 
the first yeah. one that's not imagined. And then there's that, the that was a lot of blood in that one for me. Yeah, that, uh, that made me go in my stomach a little bit. Okay, so there are I forgot about that one. People that he dispatches, and in fact, like, so what? I guess what really annoys me is that people like the taxi driver who have mm. barely anything to do with it, really, like have to do this horrible thing like his bomb strapped to his arm and he has to cut the bombs out of his own flesh to survive Oof. horrible horrible he, he oh, does survive spoiler. yeah so, <laughs> but that's a horrible thing he has to go through the main person who does it like the main baddie mm. so fucking survives sorry spoilers we said spoilers already but also if she hadn't survived would just have died of poison gas yeah, like that's 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 tame in comparison. Like it's she she bullshit. almost has not. I'm I about to say she almost has an option. I mean, supposedly all of these people have an option, but they're also yes. But the option is not you will horrifically hurt yourself. We know yeah. she's a psychopath. We know she doesn't care about anyone but herself. It is absolutely no pain for her whatsoever to kill her boyfriend. You know, he she doesn't give a shit about him. Yeah, like. That's nothing. You haven't in any way helped her to learn a lesson. I thought at least some sort of guillotine was going to come down and chop her head off. Like, or yeah, or when you put your your head through that thing, it was spiky. Yeah, like, yeah, like at least like hurt. But no, like nothing. Like literally, the worst people in this movie. I've hit my bloody microphone again because I'm getting so annoyed. The worst people in this movie get treated the best, and that sucks. That yeah. sucks. Like the people who are virtually. Like it not innocent, but they do something wrong, which is a not a great thing. But the taxi driver guy, who's probably paid some money to take some people to to a place, again lives in Mexico, probably not got a load of money, is still a taxi driver by the time everyone else has gone. So he's mm. clearly not loaded. He has to cut bombs from the flesh of his arms. The girl who's addicted to drugs, who clearly has a crappy life who's clearly got problems, probably some sort of psychological trauma, gets her face burnt off by a fucking radiation machine unless she breaks her own arms and and feet. Oh, yeah. Again, I thought I could do that one. I reckon it. And then gets, <laughs> gets just gets murdered by by the by the woman. Just stands yeah. on her neck. Like, like fucking hell. Like, the people who aren't... Admittedly, they've done something slightly wrong... They are the ones who are treated the worst. It should be the worst people who get treated the worst. I agree with that. Do you think, John Kramer, it's it kind of dampens the ending when you know that all this shit's going on at the end, he's getting covered in blood? Yeah. I don't know if you want to go a bit... You can explain the ending. Yeah, more, we can talk about that in a minute, because I, I that, really hate that bit. Yeah. Do you think it spoils it that we know he survives? Like, well, we know he gets out of this kind of thing. Well, yeah, but then you could say that about any movie that, that's oh, got yeah. a, a, a hero. Like, you know, the hero always survives, right? You know, And he is, he is a hero. He is a... He's not. Anyway, <laughs> let's twist he's it. He's an arsehole. Go on, then. What, what, set, this, set this up. So, okay. So basically what happens is, obviously John captures all the people that have uh, that have wronged him. But you think one of them's got to a phone and she calls a number and then this uh, this bloke who's her boyfriend 
turns up, but you don't realise he's he's her boyfriend because John has seen him in the in the hospital, supposedly as another patient. Mm. So he when he turns up and he sees John and stuff and he's like all all kind of, I came to get my money from these fuckers. Um, Good impression. Yeah, because <laughs> he's British, so. You know, he's after. He's, he wants to get his money back. He's he acts like he's pissed off, but he's not. He's in league with them. But somehow John knows that, and he's the person that she called. That's how he knew to go there. Right. So yeah, so he knows he's in league. But yes, but basically they do a switcheroo where they're like he's he's got a gun and he gets John and he ties into one of the machines and then they find a kid playing football randomly outside. Fuck knows where he came from, but it's a kid that John met earlier and helped fix his bike. Um, and they put them both on this kind of like blood soaking machine, which presumably you're supposed to think John meant for them, but obviously he didn't because he's one step ahead. And I'm like, no. no. All of this is annoying. <laughs> was the trap originally for John and Amanda? Was that? I presume. Or- uh, no, I presume. Yeah, I presume they originally planned it for, to be for John and Amanda. But obviously, like, Cecilia is more of a psycho, so when they got his kid instead. And this is another thing you hate more about kid, the kid. Kids in peril. Right? I really hate kids getting hurt in movies. I fucking hate it. And this kid getting tortured with blood, like, just, I think about the support, the psychological effects on this poor child of seeing <laughs> mutilated bodies and getting half drowned in blood afterwards. Like, you know, I just, I think it doesn't matter that John gave him a big fucking bag of money. Like, <laughs> who, who gives a shit? That's not going to sort out your lifetime of since that starts happening. That boy, I was like, well, Rich is going to hate this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And he's going to hate the arm bit. Earlier. And it just so can... happens that the words he needs to use to communicate in Spanish are no push. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or that no set pull up... or whatever the fuck it is. That's set up horribly. <laughs> it's set up horribly. Oh, God. As a film, <sighs> trying to forget about, is it, is it, does it hit the beats? Is it a good film? Um, is it well made? I'm trying to put aside you know I mean? the fact that I find this genre of film. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get to. Pretty you, so. awful, and so. But talking about the quality of the filmmaking, I think it's relatively well made. I don't think the script is great. I think there are some shoddy bits. I don't think it's as interesting as the first two. Um, I think it suffers from trying to cram in more torture, more gory torture, more horrific things and loses Mm. the story. But having said that, when it tries to tell story, it's kind of boring. Like, Well, there there is about 40 minutes. There's about 40 minutes of John wandering around looking frail. That's (laughs) really dull. Really dull. Nothing happens. I just just can't get my head around sometimes how he gets things done. Him and Amanda get things done. Like how? Where's, where's I know he come from. And and I know yeah yeah. And I know that he's a whatever he is a, a technician, an engineer, a, an engineer. But to put these traps together is quite remarkable. I know some engineers. I don't think they've got as much money as that, or could do any no, of that stuff. Especially in that short amount of time. Mm. Uh, I just want to give you one fact. This is the longest Saw film, I believe. It felt long. An hour and 58 minutes out of all of them. Yeah, it okay. felt long. Uh, and just, I know you're trying to uh, like separate yourself to the film, but sadly people 
tune in to listen to what you and I think weirdly. Yeah. Um, you and weirdos. I think, yeah, yeah, I know. So it's good that you're being truthful. And you're like, and I think, I think I'm in the same boat. These aren't films, but I think if you like saw films, then you might get something out of it. Uh, I just want to do a quick Cairo and Lara, and I know you haven't seen past them, but I think it's quite fun. Yeah, I should probably, I should really have done this for you because you've seen. Oh more yeah, of them well I've only but... seen two more than you. Well, yeah, so it's not. True. I haven't seen a huge amount more. Um, I haven't even. You know, I don't want to see these things. So I, I think it's quite remarkable that for 2004, 2005, 2006, 2007, yeah. 2008, 2009, 2010, they did one each Every year. Every year. We should probably just say what the scores are rather than making me guess because oh, okay. yeah, I've got nothing good... to base that on. So we should just... You're such a clever man. Okay, so <laughs> Saw 1, uh, which me and you think is an okay film. Yeah, I think the it's critic, all right. It's all right. The critics gave 50%. Yeah, well, I don't think it'd be a critically acclaimed movie. I think, well, this is... Be- Horror's difficult this- for critics, isn't it? But this is early 2000s. Is it? I think this is before Hostel. This is like the original of mm. this type. I thought they would have been, oh, wow, this is a little bit different. Wow, that's I think it was ending. seen as quite a schlocky B-movie, though. Then, And there are bits in it that I watch, and I'm like, nah, that's horrible. I mean, that's yeah. horribly made, not like horrible. But the audience disagree. They think it's an 84%. Yeah. I I, again, we know Rotten Tomatoes is a, a flawed system. And that's that's why we get all these sequels, because audiences like them and they make money. And they were, they're made for very cheap as yes. well. We're not going to go into the, the budgets, but just imagine it was made for a million and it made like 200 million. I thought there's a system yeah. there. We'll keep going. Saw 2, critics 37%. Okay. Uh, Audience, 59%. Yeah, I didn't like Saw 2 as much as Saw 1. I didn't think it was great. No, I liked it more good. than this, though. <laughs> uh, Saw 3, critics, 30%. I'm uh, seeing a audience, trend. Audience, 71%. Mm, I'm seeing a trend. Mm. Audiences like these more than, than critics do. Yeah. Saw 4, critics, 18%. <laughs> audience, 62%. That's the one you gave up on, right? No, I gave up on this one. Saw 4. Oh, I Critics. thought that was four. You oh, that just... was four. Yeah, you're right. Five. Sorry, I can't see around my microphone. Five. Thirteen percent for critics. Right. Fifty-two uh, percent for or for audience. And they're dropping. They're both dropping. Six. I mean, a lot of people I've spoken to agree with this. Critics, thirty-nine percent. Okay. And audience, forty-nine percent. So they were like, "Oh, this is a little. It might have some juice left in it." So critics liked it more. Critics thought it was better, but, but only audiences thought it wasn't. No, audience, 49%. 39%, 49%. No, no, yeah, but what was the one before it? 52%. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. Right. So audiences dropped and critics went up. Wow. Mm. Uh, and then saw the final chapter, which they were like, this is going to be the last one. Uh, critics, 9%. Ouch. Uh, audience, 41%. Okay. Uh, and then we, 2017, so a seven-year difference. I don't know what we had in those seven years. Crap, probably. Uh, Jigsaw, they called this one. And it, critics, 32%. Audience, 89%. Wow. Okay. Audience love that movie. Mm. And then we move on to Chris Rock. They were trying to do something different. Yeah. Uh, Samuel Jackson's in it as well, weirdly. I don't know why. Uh, and it's called Spiral from the Book of Saw, but it's still canon in the world of so Saw. Is that eight or nine? That's nine now. Right? Nine, right. That was uh, critics, 37%. Audience, 75%. Oh, okay. Yeah. And now, Saw 10, 2023, mm. critics, 81%. What? You read the reviews of this, Rich. What? Uh, it's, if over, it's, quite, it's quite positive. 
What the fuck are they watching? Because a lot of people think it's fun. Uh, audience, and I can't imagine it's, it's again, it's quite new. It's only been out for a couple of weeks. Is 90%. Wow. I'm really surprised. I'm really surprised because if I'm trying to, I try and look at it objectively, mm. taking out the fact that I find the subject matter quite abhorrent. And I look at it objectively and I find, I, I think it's, it's dull. It's slow. Like it, I don't know. It doesn't do anything. Doesn't do anything interesting, as far as I can tell. Like it's got weird plot holes. I, what does it do to deserve that rating? I, I don't know. But Some that, of the dialogues I'm... borderline unwatchable. Like <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> this this is franchise. Like as I saw as a franchise, it is massive because you know there's there's a theme park ride in Fort Park in England. I mean, in the Universal <sighs> Studios every year they do the Halloween nights, and it's a big deal there. Um, it's a big. There's a there's a themed restaurant this year in London. Uh, uh-huh. There's a whole experience. Um, I mean, it's a thing. Saw's a thing. They're not going to let it die. And it's, I think this has done okay money, you know, budget-wise to box office-wise. It's What's done it okay. Done? Do you know what it's done? I haven't done oh, Come on now. <laughs> you can have a look. <laughs> so budget, $13 million. Oh, So sticking to that no. relatively low budget. Yep. And uh, so far, worldwide gross, $56 million. Guys, it's, it's, yeah, so, it's going to hit. Yeah, it's doing all right. Yeah, it's doing that's, all right. That's lots of profit there. And, you know, I, it wouldn't surprise me if we carry on. I'm not quite sure what route, because obviously we know that Tobin Bell character, John Kramer, dies at some yeah, point. Yeah. And the man himself who plays Jigsaw is 81. Mm. Uh, I'm not quite sure how many he's got left in him. I thought, you know, I thought it was all right in this film. <laughs> wow, we spoke about this a lot longer than I thought we were going to go what is? The, let's do the question. Unequal sequel, yes or no? And... And you can, you two. Well, you can, yeah, because this is set between Saw one one and and two. So, how does it fit in that trilogy for you? For me, it's well, objectively, or to me personally, to you personally, that's why. To me personally, it's I don't. It's worse than one and two, and I Mm. didn't like two. So, yeah. (laughs) And what, what would you rate it out of seven? Um, again, objectively or me? You, Rich. This is me. Me, like one star. I don't ever want to watch anything like this ever again. Thanks. And (laughs) strapping if there's another sequel, if they do it every year, we have this discussion every year. (laughs) I think if they do another one, I think we should just leave it. Um, Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm getting more. I'm appreciating horror a lot more. Like, okay. you know, I'm not, you know, there are horror movies that I've I've enjoyed for the movie. This isn't one of them, though. Okay, well, we'll we'll, we'll see what it's not like next year, then, if they do Saw 11 or Saw whatever they're going to call it. I agree with you. I don't think it's nowhere. As, I've really liked Saw 1, and it's one of those films that I've watched kind of once, and I had such a good time with it, and I liked it. And I think if I watch it again... I wouldn't have that same feeling. So I've kind of left it. Saw 2, I think, is a little bit fun. I had fun when I first watched it with my friends. And I loved talking to it about with Ethan. And when yeah. you're going into those conversations with someone, you know, who's going to talk so passionately about it, I think you kind of watch it differently. But yeah, same as you. I wouldn't give it a one, man. I would give it like a two and a half. I thought it was okay. I'm just going from my perspective. I think in terms of a film, 
yeah, it's probably all right. You know, it's a mid, it's a mid range. You know, it's in that three and a half bracket. I mean, it's not badly made. It's not great compared to Expendables Four. It's a fucking masterpiece. <laughs> um, but I just, I, I just really hated it. I just, I desperately wanted to leave the cinema. Like I really did. Like if it yeah. hadn't been for having to do this podcast, I would, I wouldn't have stayed to the end. I think that's and that's okay because there's a lot of people that don't like other theme like certain yeah. Uh, there's those people that hate stuff. musicals and you know oh yeah there is I'm relative you know I think musicals are alright so you know or even superhero films yeah. or even popcorny films exactly um, but if you if you want to see a bit of blood and torture and uh, a, a whacked way of who's a good guy and a bad guy kind of thing for Halloween then. This could be the one. Yeah, and uh, I guess the kind of I guess the thing that turns me off the most about it is that the the I generally what really went through my head there is sort of sort of what I said already is that there are generally people that have watched this and gone, Yeah, Jigsaw's right. He's yeah. the hero, he's doing the right thing. Well, like, no, probably, he isn't. Probably support, support Donald Trump as well and stuff. Well, yeah, you? exactly. Yeah, probably. But you know. There we go. <laughs> I think just yeah. Uh. Lost some of our listeners there. Um, <laughs> and on Bye. that note, we should stop talking. Yeah. <laughs> Rich, see us out. <coughs> I thought you just did. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. If you haven't been turned off by our dislike of Saw Movie and comparing Saw fans to Donald Trump supporters. We're not <laughs> saying that's true, by the no, way. That's not what I mean. That isn't what Dave meant. I'm just being, you know, annoying. Um, <laughs> then you can go back and listen to our other reviews. We have seen mu- movies we like. You know, that has happened. And, you know, Dave didn't dislike <laughs> this one rare. as much as me. Um, but you can go back and listen to, to other reviews where we've liked movies. Uh, while you're there, hit the subscribe button and the auto-download button. We'll drop into your pod player of choice every single week. Uh, tell us what you thought of Saw X. Maybe you loved it. Maybe you thought it was incredible. I would like to hear from you because I I do kind of like hearing from people who think differently to me. I'm not yes. the sort of person who thinks everyone should agree with me. Um, I'm like, I like difference of opinion and discussion so yeah if you completely disagree you think saw saw 10 is brilliant and actually i think you're in the majority uh from the sounds of it then uh get on the social media give us a shout we're on whatever twitter's called now um that thing we're on threads we're on instagram we're on blue sky we're on tiktok we're on letterboxd and we're at unequal sequel on all those things if you don't do social media and fair play to you we are on uh email you can drop us an email unequal sequel hotmail.com uh our website is currently down it's being revamped so you won't be able to find us on there um but it will be coming back soon for us with something nice and flashy and cool um and yeah like just check us out let us know what you think. We'll read out all your comments in our end of month roundup. Uh, if you really, really like us, get yourself over to another slice.com forward slash unequal sequel. We have a subscription service. Uh, it's $2.99 a month and you get interview ep- extra bits to all our interview episodes, sequels to all of those. You get uh, box set mentality and you'll be able to hear me and Dave review the Twilight box set. <sighs> Amazing. 
Um, and we also get disenfranchised where we talk about movies that should have had a franchise and didn't. Also, if you're interested, we've been nominated for a lovely award. And me and Dave are going off to the Independent Podcast Awards um, to see if we're gonna if we're gonna win a lovely award. Wouldn't that be nice? I mean, it would be nice, but that's not why we're going. I is mean, it? no. To be honest, the main reason I'm going to the awards ceremony is because there's lots of people we've had on as guests there, and I'd like to meet them all in real life because they're all so yeah. lovely, and we have just you know just wonderful other movie podcasters around. And I'm going because I love podcasting and I'm going to uh, support independent podcasts. Yeah, so. we'd be going even if we didn't get nominated, wouldn't we? We probably would, actually, because yeah. we're cool like that. Next year, we're definitely entering Best Jingle. We've got to think of some new jingles, Dave. Hey, yes, we'll get your son <laughs> to do it. He's talented. And, okay, I really would like some more uh, reviews from people who know what they're talking about for Sorex. Mm, so yeah. uh, send them in. I'd love to hear from them. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Got nothing else to say, so it is a goodbye from me. Bye bye. It is a goodbye from him. Bye. See you next week. Sequel to this week. Have a great one. Bye bye. Bad news. Um, next week is also another horror film. Oh. <laughs> No so. more horror films. October's the worst. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Exodus Believer next week, so I'm sure that's going to be great. <sighs> Touch wood. Cheers. Cheers.